RJ, but I call him Wayne cause he's a shotter. Pick up the ladder, put it in the gun, make the nine stretch. Niggas with attitude, but we come straight out of high bridge. I'm gonna make her. Good day, everybody. It is August 14th, 2022, and this is Crypto's Chat with Chapo. Uh, starting today's uh, market update on uh, Bitcoin today is a little bit down in the last 24 hours. 1% as of 229 Eastern Standard Time, uh, down to 24,289. Ethereum down 3%, actually 34 at 19.26 and holding uh, steady at the 3 and 4 spot. Uh, Tether and USD. USD coin, BNB, Cardano, XRP, Binance, USD, Solana, and Dogecoin rounding out the top 10. Uh, for the most part, it looks like quite a bit of the uh, tokens are down today as compared to the last few days. Uh, one that's really bounced in the last uh, 24 hours at number 12 would be Shiba Inu, um, up 25.5% in the last 24 hours. So. A uh, very nice leap there. Near protocol down 5% today. Uh, ApeCoin 6.5%. Um, Quant down 6%. Uh, Celsius down 7%. And uh, Phantom down 4%. And checking in on Synthetics, which is down almost 6% today. And I want to take a peek at course rose which I'm always following uh, today okay let's get to the next page uh, rose is at uh, it's down five percent at point I'm sorry zero point nine three cents uh, today's episode I did want to uh, take kind of a look at it a new NFT market uh, when I say new it's in the, within the last uh, you know few months um, and it's kind of made some rounds on Twitter and other news outlets and on YouTube uh, for what we talk about as creator royalties in the NFT space. So a little bit uh, background on the royalties aspect. Uh, when a collection comes out, um, the creators or the artist or whoever's launching it could uh, say that there would be you know a 5% uh, royalty fee for an, any NFT sold. Uh, sometimes they're higher, sometimes they're up to 10%. Um, you know, usually the ones I see are two and a half to seven ish, seven and a half percent royalties. And so every time that an NFT is bought or sold, then that royalty is going to go to the creator of the said NFT. Um, the, the tricky thing is that which a lot of people don't know and you know I think I'm I've learned a little bit on it myself is that that royalty fee is uh, not embedded in the smart contract so if you are trading the NFT on OpenSea which quite a few people do uh, and if uh, OpenSea is going to take a two and a half percent cut for their own self when you sell it and then also the royalty fee and they collect the royalty fee and distribute it to the creators um, they keep the that in a database and then they pay out the creators um, that royalty fee so th 
what has been interesting is that that is not bound by the NFT. For example, if uh, you would trade an NFT, let's say I have a uh, Goblin Town NFT and I want to trade it with uh, Pudgy Penguin, and I find someone that wants to trade that, if we swap those two NFTs, then there is no royalty fees delivered whatsoever. Likewise, another NFT market is not required to collect that royalty fee. So there has been some discussion on whether that's good or bad for the space. Um, you know, that's, I guess, remains to be seen. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a little torn on how I feel about it. Uh, in my mind, the, the one thing that, that sticks out for me is if, let's say, a project does really well, uh, the artist or the creator um, may not have the royalty fee or, or whatever. And let's say the NFT gets optioned by Nike or Adidas or a famous musician, artist, whatever. And then that creator is not getting any feedback from those artists or that brand profiting, so to speak, using that NFT. And I guess that's a, a, a kind of a rudimentary way to look at it but that's the first thing that popped into my mind so back to pseudo swap now pseudo swap is really interesting and and it isn't your normal uh open sea or looks type of market um it is a completely decentralized nft marketplace so the the fees that are collected on pseudo swap are 0.5 percent so right out of the, bait, the gate, if you are selling your NFT uh, through PseudoSwap, you're already doing a lot better than you would be on OpenSea because OpenSea is you know, charging a higher uh, fee to sell on PseudoSwap. Now, the PseudoSwap, it's not quite as easy to uh, navigate as OpenSea or Looks where you find the NFT and you just click and buy it. Um, they have a lot more features, and I haven't really used it. I've listed a couple NFTs on the marketplace just to kind of get used to it. And I'll go ahead and uh, connect my MetaMask. Oh, I think I'm on uh, Optimal's network, so I need to switch over to Ethereum real quick. Sorry about that. I should have planned ahead here. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, connect to Pseudoswap. There we go. We are connected. When you go to the page, it says, you know, the decentralized NFT marketplace, flexible orders, just 0.5% uh, fee, and fully on-chain. Now, if you if you go to Pseudoswap, there are not a ton of NFTs on this yet because not a lot of people are using it. However, there are some really cool um, features that you can uh, do on Pseudoswap. So they have what they call pools uh, where you could create a pool with NFTs and uh, Ethereum. I don't see if they have any showing that I could look at. And you're providing liquidity to the NFT pool, so that's pretty nifty. Also, you could, what I like is if, for example, you had, let's say, I'll, I'll just go back to Pudgy Penguin, Penguins. If you have a Pudgy Penguin and you wanted to uh, sell it, you could say, I want to sell it for uh, two Goblin Town NFTs plus 0.5 Ethereum. And you could create that listing um, on PseudoSwap 
and someone could fill it that they had two uh, NFTs that they were able that two uh, goblin pounds and then, then plus the Ethereum. Um, that's a I know I'm not explaining it exactly perfect right now. I'm just kind of giving a, a brief over overview. It has other cool features. For example, let's say if you bought on launch, you bought uh, 10 NFTs on a particular project. And you're interested in selling some of those because you don't really need 10, NF 10 of that project. Plus, you want to get some of your capital back. So what you can do through the pseudo swap is you can list all 10 of those. And let's say you could list the first one right at or above the, the current floor price. And so once you put those 10 NFTs together and sell them, you can actually sort of uh, dollar cost average in or out, however you want to look at it. So let's say the first NFT sells at the floor price. Once that happens, the next NFT can ratchet up in price according to whatever you set it. So let's say I sell the first NFT at 0.1 Ethereum. So I sold that, that was the floor price. Then my next NFT that I have listed will automatically go for the sale price of 1.1 Ethereum. When that sells, my next one sells for 1.12 Ethereum. So you can raise it little by little by little um, as, as you go through. You can do the exact same thing on the way coming down. So if an NFT project launches, it gets this crazy high evaluation Let's say it goes up to five Ethereum, and you do want you do want part of it, but you don't want to buy it at five. So you can set the same parameters on the way down, where you're buying NFT, you buy one. The next time you're going to buy one cheaper. The next time you're going to buy one cheaper. The next time you're going to buy one cheaper, and so on. Um, so it has some really cool features that I think I need to play around with a little bit more to understand it better and take advantage of all the features and I think there'll be more um, rolling out uh, here's one that I do own they have 127 uh, listed which would be the uh, Kanpai Pandas which actually pretty cool um, I have one and I am really tempted to, to buy another one um, just this weekend they had a big like concert in Las Vegas uh, Pandemonium you know Pandemonium which I th thought was pretty cool. They had these really uh, private suite. Um, it was Taiga, I believe, was one of the the artists there. There were several others. And if you had, that, if you're holding one of these pandas, then you got into the VIP, you got into the concert, which I thought was really cool. Um, I only have one. I don't live in Las Vegas, so I didn't get to go. But I think, you know, I think it has pretty cool implications. I, they also have some access to uh, some private booths at I believe the the Raiders football game in addition to uh, maybe that's all I can think of right now but it, it, it is kind of cool so I mean they have 127 of them listed um, and I could pick up a few there I think that's pretty neat the other collections that they have let me take a look here you know they have some Clonex uh, let's see what are the Sudo uh, pseudo Inu, which I don't really know anything about, uh, but there's quite a few, 564 listed. Uh, there's only two board Ape, uh, 32 Azukis, uh, Lobster Dow, 87 Saudis, uh, Crypto Toads. Uh, some of the, the the ones that we really, 82 Other Deeds, 
So you can cut tubby cats are on there. So there's quite a few little pudgies on there as well. So there's quite a few NFTs on there, but it's not the same as the open sea market in terms of what you see. So there was an article on Yahoo about royalty royalty free Uniswap is finding favor with NFT traders, and uh, not a, not everyone has forgotten. However, the NFT traders push cumulative trading volume on pseudo AMMM. Uh, recently launched NFT marketplace over 10 million on August 11th, which was really interesting because they compare that to the volume on Coinbase, which I personally thought it would be higher than it has been. Uh, Coinbase NFT launched on May 4th and has just pulled in uh, 6.7 million, which is hardly anything really when you think about it. Um, I'm, I was really surprised to see those numbers. When uh, Coinbase lost the, launched the NFTs, I really thought it would be more popular Maybe I'm a fool on that, but I really thought having easier access to NFTs for the normies, if you will, would be something that they would flock to. But that has not been the case. And it could be just, a, you know, the overall market sentiment. I'm not really sure. Um, it remains to be seen. I know NF, uh, Coinbase maybe has lost a billion dollars this year. So things may not be going the greatest. Uh, for Coinbase and definitely not in the NFT market. So I would encourage you guys to check out PseudoSwap. Um, there's some great videos on uh, PseudoSwap that do a better job explaining it than I do in this quick overview. I'll put some of those links in the description um, and uh, the link to PseudoSwap itself. And I encourage you to go check it out if you haven't yet and maybe create a little NFT pool or try out some of the features. Uh, they don't have a token yet, but my guess is eventually they will. And uh, one way to align yourself for a token, if they ever launch one, um, would be to go out and use it. And I, didn't, I haven't read the white paper, so I don't know if a token is planned. But in any case... In the current bear market, I think anytime you have an opportunity to get in on a new protocol that doesn't have a token, it's worth it just to go fiddle around with it in the event that eventually uh, they have a token launch. So that's today's episode for August 14th, uh, 2022, Crypto Chat with Chapo. Uh, make sure you enjoy the day, get outside, go for a walk, breathe the fresh air. Uh, if you have kids, spend some time with them doing something that they enjoy. Learn something new today. Have a great day. Pick up the ladder, put it in the gun, make the nine stretch. Niggas with attitude, but we come straight out of high bridge. I'm gonna make her.